Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories with myself, Jason Shane of Shane Physiotherapy, and my co-host, Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy. Well, I just realized how bad I suck at introing. I didn't I didn't even say our names for the beginning of season four. <laughs> I thought about that. I thought to myself, did he say our names? Oh. They had to wait to the very end of the podcast to find out who these two people were speaking with them. I didn't even say our names at the end. I just set up Doc Media, Modern oh, Manual Therapy, and Shane Physiotherapy. So if you just joined our podcast oh, last day, bad uh, podcast. I'm Jason, he's Erson. We've been doing this uh, on our fourth season now. Uh, right, that doesn't mean four years. It just means... <laughs> four seasons. Right. Four seasons in, well, we won't say how long, one year. Um, so you have a story for us today, and actually I'm very interested in hearing it because the 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 words that caught my attention were 95-year-old patient, and I know my patients that I've treated, well, I don't know if I've treated many over 90, but definitely the ones over 80 have wonderful people, but some of their issues can be more challenging to treat. So I'm looking forward to hearing your story. Some of them can. Yeah, actually, the story and the title of the podcast will be A Tale of Two 95-Year-Olds, as in like A Tale of Two Cities. But Let's let's hear it. So this is back, actually, when I worked. I managed a clinic for another group, and I didn't own my own practice. I was just clinic manager, and I actually had employees. I even had a, a PT and a PTA and a secretary. Um, so I remember my PT and I, we, we both had an evaluation, like a rare event where we had, we both had an evaluation at the same time, which we tried not to do because we tried not to leave the PTA alone, you know, with a bunch of treatment tables and maybe like follow up with two or three people. Um, but we had both had open eval slots and our two eval rooms were private rooms. They were beside each other. And I remember just thinking like, wow, you know, what are the odds of having two 95 year old uh, females scheduled at the same time. I mean, you don't really see that that unless that's exclusively your population, but still, that's rare to see someone that old. I agree. In private practice, I don't know. I, I probably count on one hand in the last few years how many people over ninety I've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't even know if I've seen too many even since then, really. But. So we were joking about it, and there's two people uh, I remember sitting in the eval room, or the the waiting room, and his patient is this super spry little old lady. Um, She's in amazing shape. She basically says that, uh, you know, I hurt my neck or back washing my car this morning, Got up early, had my coffee, washed my car, hurt my neck or back. Or, you know, maybe that was a week ago or whatever it is. But either way, she hurt herself washing her car. She she got up early because she knew I had an appointment. Because this was, this was like first thing, 7 a.m. appointment. And she walked to the, pra- the practice, nice. you know. And we were on second floor. She didn't use the elevator. She walked up the stairs. 
she's just in amazing shape. And we saw her a couple more times over the years. And she was always just such a joy and a pleasure to see because, you know, a combination of good genes and healthy lifestyle and super positive outlook on life. So that was his eval. That was his eval. <laughs> that wasn't yours. That was not my eval. <laughs> my eval was... Um, Different. Yes. She was a morbidly obese older lady um, who's in a wheelchair and she had uh, like a caretaker or her daughter or someone with her. So her daughter, you know, um, pushes her in and I'm just taking a history and the script is for low back pain. It's from a, a primary care that I didn't really know. It's not one I had a relationship with. Um, and, you know, after after the history, the the mom is doing or the daughter is doing most of the talking. And I just say, hey, you know, let's let's just see what's going on and let's see how well you do when you, when you stand up and we're going to take, I don't know what I, what I was thinking to check, like <laughs> see even how she walked or toe touch or whatever. I don't know exactly where I was going to start, but so when she goes to stand up, I mean, she needed probably a, a two person assist almost like between me and her daughter to help her stand. Um, I didn't even have a gate belt in the clinic cause cause I didn't have parallel bars. You know, I mean, yeah. like I just do gate training when I when I had the rare, um, you know, referral for gate training, I would just say, look, you need to go to another this this facility in our group, our large group. We had like 16, 17 clinics because they do gate training or you need to throw them. We would say throw them in the pool because we had a, like an, <laughs> an aqua therapy center, too. Nice. Um, so I didn't even have a gate belt. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, what happens if she falls? So this woman struggled so much. I mean. It was like Valsalva. It was I was putting like max effort, and I was much stronger back then. That's back when I used to actually like do weight training for like an hour, hour and a half, like all these young guys on Instagram are doing now. Uh, was that, was back that, before was I had that, kids, I was just gonna say, was that pre kids? I was super jacked, yeah, and I was having trouble. I mean, she was she was large. I mean, probably like at least three hundred pounds, and within maybe thirty seconds of standing. She basically says, that's the longest I've stood up in years, and I can't stand up anymore. Okay. She was out of breath and diaphoretic, and I was like, man, is she going to have a stroke or an MI right, like right here? I mean, that was the most effort she has done in years, she said. Okay. So she sits, she sits back down, um, pretty much like plops back into the chair, right? I mean, luckily the brakes are on and all that. And and I just thought to myself, I remember asking her her caretaker, her daughter, does her doctor know that she can't even stand? You know? And, and she said, I don't know. I mean, like, when, because I, I don't even know how often she followed up with her. For all I know, that did, I think they, she said, oh, we just called the doctor and she just faxed the script over for PT. We just came here because we were close. Yeah. So I remember calling her doctor. I, I, I think I finished up the evaluation by just checking her like a cursory upper and lower quarter manual muscle tests and like neuro screen in the wheelchair, you know, as much as I could do. Yeah. And then I just probably gave her some kind of single knee to chest or double knee to chest in the wheelchair because literally she could do, I, I mean, I did not have the facilities to gate train or do anything. I thought maybe she would be actually more appropriate for the pool at that point because you had to get her up. Right. But Absolutely. I mean, I, I couldn't do it safely. So I remember calling her doctor and saying, Hey, you know, I'm seeing Mrs. So-and-so and I'm, 
I'm not sure if you're aware because I actually got the doctor on the phone and not a nurse oh, or a PA special. or something. And I said, I don't know if you're aware, but you know, Mrs. So-and-so basically hasn't stood in maybe five to 10 years for more than 30 seconds. And when I tried to get her standing longer than that, she pretty much almost passed out. And she said, oh, no, I did not know she was in that. You know, I haven't seen her in years and I didn't know that it had gotten to that point and you know i'll see her right away because i thought that she probably like the back pain was probably the least of her worries at that point and i think her daughter was appreciative that i referred her on to the doctor and i think i told you earlier in the in the uh beginning of the podcast before we started recording that i didn't really learn anything from the story i just thought that it was such a contrast that you, you i was know, like wow you the, got waiting for this deep uh, message this this fable as uh, was one of the names kicked around for our podcast they're like oh yeah fables yeah it's like i didn't learn anything from this story no, i didn't really learn anything other than the fact that you know between genes and lifestyle how different you could be right i mean Turn off your notifications. Have we never oh. recorded before? We're done season four. You know what's funny is because it's coming through, I'll log out, because it's coming through on my computer through oh. iMessage, I'm worried right, if right. I'm... You know, what you got, you know what you got to do? You got to turn off notifications. But anyway. Okay. I will turn off notifications on my computer. <laughs> yes. That's what I do. I hit sleep. Uh, actually, you know what? I will quit messages. There we go. Gone. All right. So anyway... That's that's my story. I, I've never forgotten that day, and I didn't really follow up with her, and I think she ended up doing pool therapy at one of the other clinics or something like that. So uh, I don't know how, how well she did. I didn't really follow up. But I think the doctor and the daughter were both very appreciative. Well, I mean, so there maybe there was the message is that uh, as physios, we can act as primary care uh, health professionals. And as you said, her doctor may not have been aware that she wasn't even mobile. So, you know, to be able for you to be able to take that extra effort and call her physician and let the physician know, then maybe it directs her to getting in the pool or going to a clinic that can do gait retraining. Right. And, and the other thing is I know if Dr. Rich Severin is listening to this, who's always say vitals are vital, he's probably, he's probably like blood pressure spiking, his heart rate is racing because I didn't take vitals on her. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you'll have to send the link of this podcast to him right all um, right perfect yeah so thanks to updoc media again for hosting please subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating on itunes unless you hate the story <laughs> then in that case don't <laughs> give us a five-star rating anyway we we deserve it i agree I'm, and to, fo- yeah. to follow you yeah, I'm Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Follow follow us. And my co-host, as always. Jason Shane, Shane Physiotherapy. You can find me on Facebook or my website of the same name. The biggest Canadian physiotherapist in the world. That's going to be your outro now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a great day.